promised land and no fear of people proud and free. The dark infringed upon their lands, a bright light in dark seas. The warrior ruled his people, he kept them safe from dread. And by strength and honor now, a crown upon his head. Now such changes, time has passed, he sets up our green land. And now the power passed on to us lies in the traitor's hands. Instead of pride, they teach our men the ways of cowardice. And if the spark of pride escapes, they cast it to the pits. Pride that's locked up in our hearts, though chained it has not died. One day, though we know not when to freedom we shall ride. Broadcasting Network, March 26, 2023. Going strong, eight years and some change on this network. And uh, I tell you, man, it gets harder and harder by the day to deal with what they have unfolding for us, what's presented to us. And I know many of you, we all struggle with this and the the controlled demolition of everything we hold dear and hopefully you know there's light at the end of the tunnel will you see small bright spots here and there and um, we'll try to cover some of this tonight um, along with all the the wickedness that keeps coming our way and um, so tonight I got a guest from the network Richard Carey from Beyond the Official Narrative, Monday through Friday host, 12 to 1 Central. Um, I called into uh, the National Intel report the other day. I was just driving home or something, and um, 
William Red Pillum was on filling in, you know, in John's old slot. And then uh, the board op hooked me up and uh, hooked me up with Richard's uh, contact information. So we started uh, messaging on Skype. I was like, well, why don't you come on, man? And um, so if anybody that listens to this broadcast doesn't know who he is, here's Richard. Welcome, sir. Good to uh, make your acquaintance, Robert. I've been a a fan for, what, at least like double the time I've been on the network. So like, what, uh, now like two and a half years, uh, maybe three, going on three years on the network. I've I've been appreciating your show for probably about five years strong. I've uh, weekly listener and uh, yeah you're one of the best best out there and uh, you know you cover everything uh, the best way possible uh, connecting things and going to the past and even your your music taste I mean I'm a musician myself and uh, yeah you know, it's just a top notch all the time sir so it's an honor to be here well thank you um, so I when uh, you know I bring a host on from the network or something or have a guest um I was just thinking, okay, how am I going to talk to Richard? And then I was like, let's talk about this, the pyramid of power in this world. We see all the different versions online, the different so forth, uh, uh, you know, the committee of 300, the, you know, they, they, the queen, then you got the ones where the Jews are there. Then you got the ones with the Jesuits and the Jews, a power sharing agreement. So I figured, you know what, let's start with that. How does your pyramid of power, when you look at it, how, do, how does it kind of, um, you know, trickle down to all of us uh, useless eaters down here on our level? Well, I certainly uh, am of the theory that there's not just one head of the snake. Now, you know, giving orders for everyone uh, of the elites and the uh, Jewish power structure. I mean, I understand that, you know, they disagree on, on quite a few points. And so that divides their agendas. You know, uh, among the globe, you have Israel, you have Europe, you have American Jews. And then you have done a lot of research on the Jesuits. Um, I just shared with you an interesting two-parter from National Vanguard. I, I didn't have time to get through all of it, but it seems to complement a lot of what, what you've done. And it suggests uh, a, a genealogy, a genetic connection uh, to Jews, uh, mm-hmm. to racial Jews in the Jesuit order. It goes back a long time, and, and that they've been a strong component in the way the the church and now the Vatican has been steered all along, really. And so, yeah, I, 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 uh, see, I, I like the point that uh, I think that writer was making about, well, the European elites have, have, have certainly been, um, well, uh, co-opted, but uh, mm-hmm. there's, there, there's certainly, you know, a bit of overlap uh, into the Gentile communities as well and, uh, you know, many many crypto uh, uh, theorists out there. I don't know. Uh, get, get a little too nitpicky, but yeah. Well, <laughs> here's what's interesting. You know, like, um, and you know, this they had this posted. You know, and I saw this posted probably nine years ago on Veterans Today. Actually, Gordon Duff, who's a highly crazy character, he he posted a this kind of a. Uh, book review on this the the jesuit order of as a synagogue of jews jesuits of jewish ancestry and so forth 
And then you and I've read this numerous times on the broadcast, Lorenzo Maggio, Jesuit Curie in Rome, those from the circumcision subverted the entire house of the society as sons of this world who are shrewd in dealing with their own and avid of new things. They easily excite disorders and destroy the unity of souls and their bond with the government. And he wrote that in 1586. Um, and there's just so much um, there um, on through the years where there's been, it seems like a power struggle goes on in that, in that society, just like all the larger societies. And you see these parallels, you know, how many times have, Jews been um, booted out of countries throughout um, Europe, especially, but other other parts of the world as well. And then you see this parallel with the Jesuits being booted out of even Roman Catholic stronghold countries, which is a fascinating parallel when you see that how both of these, both the larger group of quote unquote Jews and then the Jesuits have dealt with this same thing, and that's really due to their uh, malfeasance, plots, overthrows, murders, assassinations, and everything else that that they do in in these in these hosts societies, and then uh, so I, I've always found that fascinating. Even when I was a caller on RBN way before I even got a show, I would call into people like Deanna's show and, and other people, and and I would I would I would just observe these parallels, and you know you'd get into these ancient Catholic writings. Uh, and some of the whistleblowers to Jewry's penetration of the church were actually Jews that came off the plantation. Were like, hold on a minute, these characters are uh, in here whittling away in the church, and they're doing a lot of bad things. And so it, it's a fascinating kind of um, path to go down. And then when you look at the well, the direction that we've seen of the church. Uh, some are even hinting toward this merging, like even I think the World Economic Forum, you know, hinting at trying to merge the major Western religions, Abrahamic religions in particular. Yeah. Uh, and that house, uh, that house of prayer going up in, um, hmm? was that United Arab Emirates and all that, the whole Chrislam thing. Right. Uh, yeah, really, really weird stuff going afoot, and it and it kind of really gets you into this final one world order, one world kind of um, theocratic system, and then and and then this and, and and you know you sent me articles about how you know and we're all watching this how now the yuan looks like this might become. Uh, the world reserve currency if we don't watch it mexico just applied for BRICS membership and so forth so we're seeing the uh uh the intentional demolition of the united states by the by the usual suspects and then it looks like the economic you know um hegemony is about to leave the united states well it's really debatable with a lot in the independent media yeah. I listen to a lot of, uh, well, even presenters in, in RBN circles, but just a lot of uh, friends of friends and in neighboring uh, circles. Mm-hmm. You look at the economic uh, potential of, well, the consolidation CBDCs on the horizon. I think uh, Macron was talking about how much success a certain province in France has, ha- has had. 
mainly because people don't want to have to worry about losing their wallet. <laughs> so, you know, they already have these chips in their hand and are, and are uh, prototyping it in a, in a certain uh, province of France there. And but then, you know, you hear about the, the pandemic treaty uh, and some are, are a lot more convinced than others that they're going to bring back further waves. Uh, you know, if they're going to have this legislation, they're going to they're going to use it. They can't they can't help it. They're like children with their toys uh, yeah. in, a, in a lot of these cases. And then I just sent you that one about uh, the UN Water uh, Treaty and, and conference. Mm, they right. just had a three-day conference. I didn't even know this existed. And so, you know, just like the smart meters or the, uh, you know, carbon or CO2 scam, uh, it's just another way of artificial scarcity, engineered scarcity, and consolidation of power. Right. That's from the Investment Watch blog uh, from March 23rd. The U.N. moves to take control of all water. You know, like I'm an old John Birch. Heck, I when I, I was a young 20 something and I got exposed to John Birch Society. So I was I was a member for some years <clears throat> and they were always keeping track of the of the U.N. very closely. You know, Freedom on the Altar by uh William Norman uh, Griggs, all those books that John McManus and um, William, uh, I can't remember his name now, but they all, they were all leery of the UN and globalism, but the law of the sea treaty, they always kept up on this stuff. And then uh, we had an, we had a nice kind of a robust uh, buttress against a lot of this stuff. Um, moving forward in the country but you know uh really with the advent of the clinton administration and then uh, 9-11 under bush and then then obama comes in and then things really began to get get wrecked and now we're seeing finally the uh with biden and uh you know the characters behind the old man um really just pedal to the metal trying to get as much done as they can in the in the shortest period of time and so uh, the un really trying to flex now on us and uh it's getting real creepy go ahead well yeah you have to wonder how much danger is internal uh balanced with this uh, european based uh set of internationalists at the uh well, World Economic Forum, and, well, I guess Bilderberg, uh, Trilateral Commission, you know, that these represent. Uh, there's certainly a lot of push toward these. I don't think that uh, we'll be totally cashless, uh, but I think most people will go for it if, if it becomes available uh, and they're given the right incentives. The yeah. central bank digital currencies are going to be attached to the, the uh, ESG and and, and all these uh, social credit scores. So, I mean, it's going to appeal to all these, um, you know, minorities uh, who are given uh, privileged virtue signal status, uh, you know, due to such a system. So they're, they're going to have all kinds of perks uh, like that, which will make the, uh, you know, the replacement class, the replacement population, uh, I think, find it appealing and not really see the dangers. And, but I mean, it's, it's not really uh, – I don't think it's the main focus. Uh, the, you know, the, the economic has been on a – I mean, they can just keep printing money at this point, it seems. And what we've, we've had them change inflation calculations pretty heavily starting in the 80s. But 
things like uh, Bill Clinton's uh, federal budget surplus. You know, that's finally coming home to roost now uh, from him taking money out of Social Security. And then it became more uh, lackadaisical uh, to be uh, missing money or misappropriating or losing uh, right before 2001, you know, the, the announcement the day before of, uh, uh, I forget the amount of money that, uh, that was missing. Oh, what, from, the, from 9-11? Yeah, Donald Trump. Yeah, two point two point three trillion. It was the, the number they were throwing around, and then that's the exact area of the Pentagon, uh, the accounting <laughs> offices that got hit by the cruise missile. Uh, you know, real nice stuff there. I mean, the nine eleven was such a wicked uh, operation. That day, did you see this Marburg virus outbreak detected in Tanzania? Kills five people, hundreds being monitored. That was on the 22nd, four days ago. <clears throat> and so this is, you know, with the World uh, Health, Health Organization, this treaty they're trying to ramrod through. And then, you know, you had guys like Todd, Todd Callender and others warning about Marburg actually being injected into people through the COVID vaccines, laying dormant. And then somehow we'll be awakened by some sort of a millimeter wave, you know, frequency type thing. Very weird that now you're now you're seeing Marburg in the news. And so um, over in Africa, of course. Uh, so what, what's your thoughts on that? I, I, I really uh, couldn't predict, like, you know, what future scares they'll have as opposed to yeah. COVID. It'll probably be a few um, lesser um, fears just to keep the uh, the base population who kind of love that uh, well, contamination uh, pathogen fear porn. Uh, <laughs> and then they'll, they'll maybe bring back, uh, you know, something more conventional uh, in the realm of, well, uh, if not COVID, uh, something similar as far as the spread. Uh, but I, I mean, they, they're, Moving it ahead, uh, yeah. they just had a pushback at the federal level, uh, you know, Biden's administration for workers. But I mean, in the schools, you know, just like and, and then, of course, the uh, well, the gay conditioning of the children and transgender thing. I mean, how can parents focus on, you know, any of these other things when when that is going to be their primary concern? So it's very deceptive. The, yeah. It's not really misdirection because, I mean, that that's our future, what they attack the children. And you can't help but have people not able to keep up with anything but. So, I mean, it's definitely a lot of fronts. I mean, but, yeah, I, I couldn't predict anything in particular about uh, uh, future pandemics. I, I just think with that treaty, it, it'll, it'll definitely be utilized. It, it seems like this whole um, CO2 thing is going to get, you know, more strength. And economic crises will interlink with that and and the, uh, you know, critical race theory, social credit um, is technology. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to play this little clip. Um, and since you talked about the the kids and this gender thing um, and I and I just I was listening to, uh, uh, you know, some archives from a few of the people I monitor. This was David Knight, the guy he, he got canned from Infowars because he didn't want to stay on the warp speed train, I guess. Um 
And but this he talks about R- Richard Levine, aka Rachel Levine, the deputy HHS secretary. Let's listen to that real quick, Mr. Producer. Uh, beginning with Rachel Levine being criticized as we had a clip uh, surface. I was going to talk about this yesterday. Uh, surfaced, I think, two days ago. Somebody found him uh, at a conference where he was saying, um, yes, yes, I, you know, it took me a very long time to transition. Uh, but the good thing about it was that because of that delay, I was able to have kids. Here's a clip. But I have no regrets because if I transitioned when I was young, I wouldn't have my children. Mm-hmm. Mm. I can't imagine a life without my children. And so every experience led me to here. And, um, uh, and so how could I regret that? So if he had transitioned when he was young, he wouldn't have kids because that's about sterilization of minors, which is what he's pushing. He's pushing the sterilization of minors. It's not just hypocrisy. It's pure evil. So um, he goes by the name of Rachel now. Okay, uh, go ahead. But his real name is Richard. And so here is Dick Levine uh, when he was um, with a family. He is with his wife and two kids. He's so glad that he didn't uh, change anything until after he had kids. And now here he is um, when he's not Dick. Um, <laughs> there he is today. There he is today. At least he's got his hair pulled back instead of the, um, the mess that he usually has there. Uh, so he says um, people ripping him online for pure hypocrisy. It is. After having admitted to waiting to have children... Uh, before gender transitioning. All right, there we go. Uh, uh, I didn't, you know, uh, but this is <laughs> this is the, this Jewish mind. Okay, it's okay to, for him to, you know, transition later. He already had his kids, but uh, for you little goy ch- children out there, um, you're gonna we're gonna transition you while you're young to where you can't reproduce. I mean, this is this is really like it gives you some insight into. Um, the the sick duplicitous mind of these people that were like you know have you heard heard about this jazz jennings character on the uh, tlc where they've documented this little boy um from like four years old where the mom and them they they raised him as a girl then they actually got him the surgery cut his penis off and tried to make vagina walls and then the kids had problems ever since, and now they're they're like eighteen or twenty, totally overeating, totally depressed. The mom talks about, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna dilate her if I have to, meaning stick some sort of a object in in the kid's freaking hole where their penis used to be to keep dilating it, because you know the body tries to keep closing this thing up. They go through it. I mean, it's just we're in a place where. Like Camille Paglia, this kind of lesbian that was big in the media about 10 years, she talked about all these societies when they go full-blown transvestite, transgender, that they're at the end of their lifespan and they're about to collapse. Um, your thoughts on all that? I mean, but but, but Levine, this, this character saying, oh, I had my kids, but now, you know, all the kids now that – we're going to make this just government policy to transition any one of them that we want to go ahead with that, man. Well, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, there's definitely double standards. And when you mentioned the goy, yeah, certainly you see a lot of double standards in Israel uh, displayed as opposed to what Jews push 
uh, Jews in Europe, Jews in America, uh, with these these transgender policies and with these, uh, well, anti-white immigration and and, and social uh, policies and programs, government programs. But the... Yeah, just the amount the amount of hypocrisy in in the uh, even just compared to the straight people, like you know, people talk about um, you, know, you know stripper clubs and, and and age restrictions for that, and and, and just how many things you know you have mm-hmm. to be uh, twenty one years old for the brain doesn't even finish developing till twenty six. It, it's just insane weaponization of the communist. Uh, the communist agenda. Well, well, you yeah. saw these black uh, lawmakers proposed. Hey, we're not even going to charge anybody with murder in Baltimore if they're under twenty-five because their their brains aren't developed. So they they want to propose that you don't even charge people for murder if they're under twenty-five. I mean, we're in I la also, la. Land. Go ahead. I, I, also, I also well, I also think it's interesting how how they try to um, polarize uh, you know a different um, camps of. Um, truthers, you know, or or um, you know, topics uh, you can go down the rabbit hole on. I, I sent you that um, quote from uh, Stephen Steinlight, uh, going back to what 2001, and uh, you know, he's pointing out how it's he thinks that they have to slow down immigration, um, you know, because these these non-whites will not have the same stigma um, toward uh, anti-Semitism and like you know the shame of. Racism, uh, colonialism, and the Holocaust first and foremost, and also though that they need a re- revival of the Patriot Movement and civic nationalism. Um, you know, it, yeah, it's basically you know just like the Republicans are always uh, just there to uh, will pacify you and uh, calm you down as the takeover uh, continues. Yeah. But there, there's a, I mean, I was thinking about a, I was playing some uh, Soundgarden earlier, you know. Uh, Let's see, non-state actor, a really great track from uh, their last album. And I was thinking about his death. And like you, I'm convinced that he was uh, killed. And, you know, he was an activist in a lot of different areas. And certainly it was one of the last greats of the, uh, you know, the Caucasian positive um, rock activist, um, you know, mentality and music. And, uh, you know, they definitely killed rock uh, because they don't want our people to have anything that um, you know, could be uplifting, but I—I I, I mean, the child trafficking thing, and uh, it was an actual PizzaGate pizza uh, uh, restaurant that the one that he was allegedly uh, going to out uh, some claim. Uh, but it, it well, it, you know, the thing with Chester mm-hmm. Bennington from uh, Lincoln Park too, and the people were alleging that he was Podesta's illegitimate child and all that strange stuff. I mean, that there were so many of those people. Um, Avicii, the big uh, EDM guy, electronic dance music guy, like basically one of the biggest guys in the world for a short period of time in his young life. And and I play that song from time to time um, that he did, and it's escaping me, but it, the video is all about child trafficking and killing pedophiles and, and all this stuff. And I think uh, that, that, that just appeals more, though, to people on the that are a little more left-leaning uh, in the truther communities than than right leaning yeah, and, yeah. and and people kind of shrug it off as you know disinformation and oh that's just not naming the Jew or something. I mean I, I was already uh, uh, pretty aware of revisionism, uh, but by the time Dennis Wise's film was out, I I checked that out and I got a DVD of it. I was impressed uh, after exposed from like Red Ice and that was like 2015. Mm-hmm. 
like yeah. the spring of 2015. And like I started doing radio the following year. And the first station I was on was a, a gentleman from Revolution Radio, uh, Stephen D. Kelly. And, you know, he, he's kind of like a new age uh, Christian. Um, uh-huh. And, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of um, talking points, though, about child trafficking, child sacrifice. Uh, he'll even make, you know, references to, you know, uh, eating babies and, and right. this, of the elite and, and yeah. a certain location. But, I mean, I, I do think that, uh, well, I mean, I saw that environment, you know. That station had a lot of people that were kind of more the love and light metaphysical truth or crowd and those are kind of the topics they would get into and that people on the right would kind of laugh at that as oh you know these are people who are afraid to address racial realism or jewish power basically but i know i think that there's truth you know in a lot of camps that they purposely want to keep away from each other and they, they do this very efficiently yeah um Soundgarden and, and chris cornell was kind of a bridge i think uh, for both, and, 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 and that's something they didn't want, uh, along with the positive white music activist kind of uh, encouragement. But I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, uh, we're coming up on break, but um, yeah, I'll hear the break now. But Jimmy Dore was actually just on with Stu Peters in the last few days, and that was a strange conversation to listen to. So, uh, you know, he's a traditionally liberal guy, but he's moved a lot in the last few what about a year or two so we'll see you guys on the other side of the break public broadcasting network real news real talk real people because you can handle the truth are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs for some the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. Which will conclusively prove George Soros' role in orchestrating the pandemic. But first, dear patriots, the truth train has brought us a conspiracy in our own backyard. Now, you may think you know the story. Now, it's like I always say, there's a whole lot of bullshit out there. So I'd like to give Soros, Pelosi, the Zionists, the Mexicans, the Snowflakes, and Stay strong, truth tellers. Truth tellers. Stay strong. Stay strong. Listening to RBN in defense of the Republic. 
homeowners? Are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Broadcasting Network, and we're joined by Richard Carey from Beyond the Official Narrative uh, here on RBN, and we're just covering the waterfront. Um, I wanted to get to this one with you. This one's pretty crazy. If Mr. Producer, get clip one ready, and um, this is this girl named Kim Iverson, and she was interviewing Alan Dershowitz. Just went kind of viral around in our kind of circles, um, but let's listen to it. Go ahead and roll clip one. Well, uh, many of us suspect that uh, Jeffrey Epstein was an asset to Mossad and that uh, Ghislaine Maxwell was, uh, in just... fact, an agent of Mossad. This is, there's a lot totally of evidence that point to this direction and that no, they were, no they were operating a blackmail operation in yeah. order to get very powerful people, including people like yourself, uh, on, in precarious positions to where you could potentially work on behalf of the state of Israel or protect the well, state I work, of Israel. Well, I've been working on the state of Israel. I've been working for the state of Israel since before you were born. Um, Jeffrey Epstein once visited me in Israel. He had never been there. He didn't know anybody in Israel. Um, he didn't work for the Mossad. The Mossad wouldn't hire him. And uh, I hope he had uh, videotapes of everybody because they would show I never did anything uh, improper. Uh, I have one other question. Uh, are you used to having people come on your show to talk about one subject and then sandbagging them on another subject without 
any warning because it's nice to know you do that and it will be make certain that I have nothing to hide. I'm happy to talk about any of this, but I'm Actually, used to um, we, more ethical journalism. No, we actually did notify the people who booked you onto the show that you would be asked about Epstein, and they assured us that you were aware no, of this. No, they never notified me about that, and you'd have to show me that email. Okay. Uh, one last question. Do you think that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself? No, uh, of course not. Uh, well, he didn't kill himself without the help of uh, some people. He did kill himself, but he killed mm -hmm. himself with the help of uh, guards. He didn't do it by himself. He couldn't have done that, obviously, though. The um, videos were turned off, and um, um, and the uh, um, uh, guards uh, turned their back, and his cellmate left. So I think he killed himself, but he killed himself with the assistance of uh, some people in in law enforcement. Okay, all right, Mr. Dershowitz, thank you so much for joining the show. Uh, appreciate you. Well, it's here. the last time. It's the last time you'll have me on your show. So take advantage of it. <laughs> I think I think I got what I needed out of you. Thank you very much. All right. Um, so what what do you think about that, uh, Richard? Well, I I really got a strong chuckle out of the classically kosher way he responded, uh, retaliated to the line of questioning. That was, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Well, what's fascinating though is his first like knee jerk reaction was no, I don't think he killed himself. Oh wait a minute! Uh, yeah, he killed himself, but he had help. Uh, you know that, and then, <laughs> right. and then saying that he, you know, Epstein's connections to Les Wexner and that whole deal, and uh, Gates and all these people. Oh, Mossad wouldn't hire him. Uh, we're supposed to believe that. And alleged, I mean, he had this like state of the art freaking surveillance system on this um, little St. James Island and all this stuff. I mean, a, a quite an extensive tunnel system and all this. But no, Mossad wouldn't be interested in in anything going on there as sort of a you know honey trap slash surveillance collect dirt uh, type op. You know, for all the entertainment, global elites, politicos, and so forth. So. But here's here's why I wanted to – I got an article that I just saw. So that lady, Kim Iverson, that interviewed um, Epps, I mean, uh, Dershowitz – now this just got – this article came out yesterday. Reporter who interviewed Epstein attorney says someone attempted to break into her home. And so she's basically saying um, – let's see – I'm trying to find where it says okay the night after the interview iverson said that her cameras caught someone attempting to break into her home i woke up at 5 a.m thinking someone was trying to break into my house i got up looked around all my entry points saw nothing and went back to bed and at 6 a.m my cameras went off picking up two people attempting to break into my home and she tweeted that out two days ago uh pretty fascinating wouldn't, wouldn't you say absolutely and and again, yes, I, I do think that there is a you know a strong connection uh, to the power uh, chain of command. Just like we talked about the uh, and you always uh, been researching the Jesuit component. But yes, the child trafficking, uh, you know, sex slave thing. I think it is real. And uh, but yes, yet yes, uh, that being something with, with clear evidence of it uh, and Israeli ties. And a lot of names, really, that they keep avoiding, uh, even when they're supposed to be turning over evidence now uh, with Maxwell. But 
there's yeah, there's certainly a, a good amount of uh, well over overlap, uh, but you, you you're not supposed to believe that if you're with right uh, right wing conservative traditionalist ideals. You know, like I say, they they seem to kind of uh, polarize these camps on on the type of um, you know truth or outings you, you know. Uh, uh, truth or uh, topics that people are trying yeah. to out and, and, and that sort of thing. There's that other uh, article about, uh, I don't know, they're trying to ban what Christianity in Israel and even stop oh, yeah. people from mailing anything to a Jewish or Muslim home um, about Christianity and, yeah. and, or talking about Jesus in general in the street. Well, yeah, you know, well, you know, we should probably talk about Israel right now. There's a real because BB had to slap that down temporarily because of the Christian Zionist support to the Likudniks. And so, um, but the religious, the religious nuts in, in Israel, the ultra Orthodox, the, the Haradim, they, there's a real divorce. It seems going on between the Likudniks and everybody right of them and the gay pride Tel Aviv types, uh, that like hanging out on the beach and partying. And so we're seeing this moves um, with the judiciary and basically a power grab, it seems, from the executive branch over the judicial branch. Uh, it's, it's causing a real, um, you know, an upending of the Israeli um, you know, way of life right now with these protests and all this stuff. Uh, very fascinating going on there. Um, you've been paying attention to this, you know, it, and it's probably some sort of an op going on. You know, you had Kissinger and these guys saying Israel's not going to exist in ten years. Blah 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 blah. Right, and with that, well, with that, with Go that ahead. bill about Christianity and talking about Jesus, I mean, it was saying that uh, Netanyahu uh, blocked it, uh, yeah. a, a stronger hardliner in his party. Uh, and it had enough people to support it, and it would have gone through otherwise. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. I think it's obvious that the the, uh, the American uh, Christian Zionist support for for war agendas and just um, you know Jewish power structure uh, concerns in general is it was his reasoning. Yeah, um, you know there was a there was an article I saw while we were talking about Jesuit stuff um, from Georgetown to Langley, the controversial connection between a prestigious university and the CIA, and of course jo Georgetown is the Jesuit powerhouse in Washington D.C. Foggy Bottom, and so this article is on Mint Press News, and you can find it there. But it digs into uh, you know, and everybody knows that's really dug into the CIA knows of. You know, the Mormons got their faction in, in the intelligence community. They make really good intelligence people, blah, 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 allegedly, you know, Romney and his ilk. But then you've got, uh, you know, Catholics in action. They've called it for a long time, Catholic Intelligence Agency and so forth. So um, you, you see articles now saying how the CIA penetrated the Jesuits and all this crap. And then you're like, no, man. Uh, it's the other way around, and it always has been this way around. But Georgetown, if you look at uh, the the School of Foreign Service and and all this stuff, it's just like very wild when you look at the money from Langley going into um, 
you know, uh, Georgetown is very, very crazy. Leon Panetta and all these people. Um, I mean, it goes on and on when you get into Georgetown alumni and uh, so forth. I figured I'd bring you that one since you sent me the Jesuit stuff. Any, you want to comment on that? Oh, well, and I certainly heard a, a good deal about the, the Mormon component yeah. as well. I, da- I dated a girl who, uh, who, had went, who had gone to that Brigham Young uh, University. And, and and they uh, you know they, they have a lot of uh, well strong uh, Mormon mm-hmm. uh, influence in their in their alumni and among well among their alumni that goes I mean they hire you know for a lot of prestigious government positions and uh, corporations a, a lot from from their ranks so yeah it, it definitely is a is, is another creepy uh, you know a tentacle. Yeah. Uh, another article from Mint Press, openly pro-Israel tech group now has control over the U.K.'s most sensitive national security data. And we, I mean, we've seen this so f- with 9-11 and, and all the Amdocs and all of the uh, crazy penetration, uh, Odigo system, you know, and all that warning all these Jewish people not to go to work that day. This is the strangest stuff, but uh, Serco... Um, this British conglomerate that runs all the things all over the world. Uh, just, you know, I, I was just covering another um, Israeli tech firm that was um, embedded in all of our stuff. And it was just a big scandal over the last few weeks. But I'm just, uh, you know, I don't I don't know how we how we disengage from this penetration Um I personally think that there's going to be have to some sort of a collapse. A you know that's another question. How how do you see this all unfolding um, when it's going to be an SHTF moment where they're going to collapse this thing and and basically it's going to go to Mad Max on the streets. Um, or do you think it, they've got something else up their sleeve to slowly like boiling frog enter people into this? 15-minute city CBDC social credit system. You think you think the American public right now, where they're at, you know, you got Ted Cruz and all these guys introducing anti-CBDC stuff and DeSantis. Uh, how 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 do you see this unfolding? Um, you know how they're going to roll this out by crisis. I you know there's got to be a crisis. I think to to roll this out. What what's your thoughts on that? Well, I, yeah, I, I think that these these war agendas help, but uh, environmental um, shortages of food and energy supplies, uh, and then and then uh, using that in conjunction with the uh, uh, you know the climate change uh, CO two propaganda, I, I think that that's possibly going to be the, the the stronger way. I think it'll be a slow boil as far as the the currency shift. Uh, I mean, I don't know what. Yeah, I don't think they will have a sudden uh, moment that would uh, elicit a lot of chaos in people's response and panic. I, I mean, I think the summer of BLM in 2020, I think, was just to to show people, hey, look, this is what could happen permanently. Like, yes, the the Mad Max scenario, and I love those movies, by the way. Uh, but yeah, it 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 would just definitely um, be out too much out of their their control. You know, they. I mean, you, know, you, you need people to be invested in not wanting to. 
once too many people have nothing to lose, uh, that, 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 that harms the elites. So, I, yeah, I don't think they would risk that. I really yeah. don't. Well, we got a caller breaking in uh, to the show. I guess we'll go ahead and bring him on. Richard in New York, what you got, man? Hey, yeah. Um, so, can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead, man. All right. So, yeah, for one, um, with Alan Dershowitz and that, I'm guessing that him and others are obviously, uh, without the realization, kind of being set up in a way. I think that girl wasn't lying about the fact that they informed his people, and I think his people knew what he knows and uh, you know, I think that's going with a lot of people and they're just telling them not letting them know about certain answers or whatever that are going to be told or whatever but telling the other people that they do know you know what I mean yeah I mean it's that's a possibility that um you know you don't know who his PR people are whether somebody's you know like pissed at him and be like yeah let's send him on there and she's gonna ask him about, you know you just don't know um, it could have been somebody fumbled it and didn't let him know, um, or her team could have said, no, this is what we're questioning him on, and she could have ambushed him. It's really hard to say, but allegedly with her having her house uh, you know, the next day or whatever, some, some goons um, setting off the trip trip cameras and all that, maybe she did ambush him, and uh, she was getting a little... A little scare for for her stuff, you know. What happened to her? Well, there was a there was a there was her house. She claimed like uh, there was people trying to break into her house after that interview. I, I I read that on the air. Okay, so yeah, you think that's going to help Allenders with that? No, no. But what I'm saying is, she could have okay. said she could have you know ambushed journalists okay, and been, you know I don't know. So the other thing is, um, is uh, personality stuff. Um, and, and body language. Uh, there's 16 personality types, um, but if you do sub, like, subtypes and subvariants, and then also you add female and male, um, it comes out to like 500. So that's where all these uh, retards are getting their uh, dumb, uh, what do you call it, the 250 different uh, genders or whatever. Yeah, well, like, I, I don't, I don't put any like stock in any of that crap. All right, man, yeah, thanks yeah, for the so, call. Um, Panic in Philly as chemical spill sends residents scrambling for bottled water. That's twice in a row that the chemical terrorists released butyl acrylate in an intentional spill. You seen that, um, Richard? Crazy stuff. So now Philly, Philly screwed. Their water system is all jacked up. And I heard some of the contaminants from Ohio are, are um, heading toward Baltimore uh, due to uh, winds and, and, and water uh, um Drainage. Oh yeah. Well, you know, and a lot of people, a lot of people, kind of theorized that you know they were they were going after uh, some of these Amish folks, vaccine resistant, traditional Christian, you know, neo luddite. You know, they're out there on their own, doing their own thing, farming, doing all their furniture business and everything else, and then uh, we'll get them this way. You know, people have kind of surmised that that might have been a an objective of this uh of that first train derailment whole deal and then the the car dumps all that stuff right into the drain where the where it goes into the river and so forth yeah really crazy i i have no idea what the uh overall plan is i mean yeah just isolated spots where they'd like to um impact more traditional uh, conservative christian 
communities. But, uh, you know, uh, and, and I don't know, we haven't really even uh, talked much about the, the, the war zone. Uh, but, you know, the, this talk about the depleted, depleted uranium yeah, yeah, yeah. from UK, uh, supplied from UK. I, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, BlackRock is supposed to be investing, already has the contracts. Why would they want that land poisoned? Well, what do you think, Robert? Yeah, that's a strange one. You know, um, the depleted uranium used it in Iraq all over the place. I think that I might have in a, in a indirect way got exposed to some of that stuff when I was in the military. And then of course, Afghanistan, but Bosnia, remember all that they were using the stuff. Um, what was his name? Major Doug Rocky. He's probably dead now, but Way back in the day, alternative media, he was the guy blowing the whistle on all that. He had cancer, I don't know how many times, but if if the Kazaria project is really what's on the table here, the you know, Kazaria two point second homeland for the for the mob, uh, I don't I don't know about them using it right there in the middle of the breadbasket. I'm I'm kind of skeptical about that, aren't you? Yeah, I mean I I've uh, uh, talked to others who who are resistant. I, I interviewed a, a brother Nathaniel a little while yep. back on okay. on the National Intel report, and and, and he, he doesn't think that they need a second homeland in, in Ukraine. He, you know, he, he was even d- dismissing that uh, for those who you know will um will consider his his perception uh, what he says valid. But I I mean yeah I don't know that's something that. A lot of people disagree on as far as the Kazarian lineage. I, I, there's a lot of people who refute that as well. But yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, it, it, as far as I mean, there are a lot of parallels, though, um, in, in how it, it can seem justified the same way uh, Hitler invaded Poland for this scenario with with uh, Putin and 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 this you know the treatment since 2014 in uh, of the Russians in in these Ukrainian regions, right? Um, yeah, you know, and then that's another thing. I mean, a lot of people, even around these circles, our circles, disagree about Putin. And, oh, yeah, um, of course. Yeah, I mean, he's former KGB. You know, yep. I have a, a, a Dutch co-host, uh, uh, Willem Felderhoff, and he, yeah, he's he's very suspicious that there's still a communist agenda behind Putin. Well, know. you know, I, I'm looking at this. I'm sure you've seen this floating around russian soldiers discover baby factories in ukraine kids are grown for sex brothels and for organ harvesting blah 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 and the russian soldiers got his blue beret on he's got a big red star and got a big hammer and sickle right in the middle of that thing and so um a lot of people you know they they look at the flourishing of the russian orthodox church under putin and and so forth and so on and they they basically don't they they don't see that the possibility that uh, like the ancient kind of John Birch ish uh, viewpoint that Russia is still the center of the communist international and China and you see this move with China and Russia uh, moving very close together Russia's uh, nice relationship with Marxists all around the world. Um, I, I keep myself open to new information constantly, but I have to look at it myself as that Russia still has a soft spot for Marxism. They still got a strong communist party. 
that's tolerated by Putin. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. In the Duma and so forth. There's communists in the Duma. I mean, uh, if, if, if you were really a staunch anti-communist and you just came from 80 years in the gulags, people grinded to dust, the Holodomor got ran on the Ukrainians, uh, would you tolerate communists still in the government? Yeah, I mean, and, and I mean, and then, uh, I mean, this Alexander Dugan and his national Bolshevism, I looked into some of his early uh, like college-level uh, uh, papers on it, and I mean, I, I think people shrug it off too easily, you know, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't think it was right what happened to his daughter, but right, you know, right. nonetheless, it, yeah, it's uh, just still, you know, you ha- yeah, you have to question. Uh, it's a little too much uh, a fusion of, um, you know, yeah, these these Marxist and Alinskyite tactics that, that they're encouraging, and and, a, and really a civic nationalism is what I interpreted from the early writings he had on it. Anyway, yeah, um, well, I mean, I I don't like assassinations like that of you know, kids of, of political figures. It's, it's really, and then I know how ruthless this game is that we're watching play out. I mean, look what, look with the blowing up the general Soleimani on, on an airstrip. Um, I mean, you got, you got the Iranians still, they want, they want revenge from that. Um, this guy was a celebrated general and so forth, but you know, to kill somebody's daughter like that. And I know she wasn't totally like just a civilian. She was involved with certain things and, and so forth and so on. But still, I, I, I really dislike it. Um, I agree. And yeah. so uh, it's just our, our world is so corrupt and it's so dirty and it's so ruthless and um, it, it, it taints everything, it, everything, you know, when, when, uh, unfortunately it's a double-edged sword, the more you learn, the more uh, there's kind of a weight on your spirit. And, um, but we're coming up to the top of the hour, man. I'm going to give you the last couple minutes and then, uh, we'll talk again soon. Oh, well, hold on. Hey, why don't you just stay over until the, after the top of the hour and then we'll finish up over there. All right. Sounds good. All right. Fighting political science analyzing broad. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this anti cicada agenda. I'm a born again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Cool it with the anti Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the republic because we're still here i'm not taking the vaccine you bill gates there was a way forward still on january 6th what needed to be done is to object to every single state the covid 19 virus was the setup the vaccine could very well be a bioweapon the patrick and jeremy show
Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.